Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. Of course, I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick and co-host of the Ravens post game at 105.7 The Fan. I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan, as well as Ravens beat reporter for that same station. And week one has already passed us. We talked about this after the game, Cordell, um, the guys that we really liked and the, the things that we liked on both sides of the ball. But we really didn't address things that we didn't like. And one of the things that I think that is very glaring and important for us to discuss is the run game or lack thereof. Um, this is something that I think you and I both, as, as well as other media folks and fans, um, were concerned about coming into the season, how the run game would fare uh, without J.K. Dobbins and without Gus Edwards. Because I think that Although we knew Gus wasn't going to be available for a while, we teetered on the line of J.K. Dobbins being available because he had practiced. Um, and so then he became inactive, and that allowed King, King and Drake uh, and Mike Davis to, to be available to run the ball. And, you know, so far we just really haven't seen any great results in the run game. And, uh, again, this is something that we were concerned about in the preseason, and then it came to a head in terms of uh, the first game on Sunday. And so I'm just curious to know your thoughts on how this, on the issues with the run game. Can this run game be repaired? Because it, as far as I'm concerned right now, I feel like Lamar Jackson is the person that is going to help this run game go. And to put it into perspective, they had 21 attempts, 63 yards. I'm not a mathematician, but it sounds like three yards a carry. <laughs> that sounds like, I mean, you know, I mean, just, that's that's that is right on the dot three yards. That, a carry. That longest, sounds like three yards a carry. Uh, and the longest run, the longest run of the day ended in a fumble. It was Mike Davis <laughs> yes, who, had the, who had the least amount of snaps of all the backs, yep. and he also had the longest run. But again, his was a, a terrible fumble. Thankfully, they got it back, 
Yes. Uh, but yeah, you know, the, this run game has looked like an issue for, I mean, even if you want to go back to last year. Yes. Uh, yes. Granted that they had a lot of backs off the street. Their running back situation wasn't ideal last year, but it's not ideal right now either. Um, you It starts up front. The offensive line, I thought, struggled in both the run game and the pass game in the first half. Second half, the pass game got better. Uh, but the run game, the, they got no push at all the entire day. There was nowhere to really go. There were no holes to hit. Even when the running backs did have decent runs, they had to break a tackle at the line of scrimmage to even get to where they went. I mean, after after Mike Davis and his 10-yard carry, you've got Kenyon Drake with an eight-yard as his longest of the day. And Lamar's eight-yard uh, scramble was on the third yard on the third down where he had to scramble for the first down. So his are going to be a little more off script. Um, so two, I'll get to that in a second. But as far as these the running backs, again, it starts with the O-line. Um, the O-line got zero push. If they're going to block like that it really may not matter who's back there because even once, once JK Dobbins gets back, he's not going to be able, I don't, I don't know, maybe he will, but you know, I got to see it to believe it, to, to see him be the guy that we, that we know him to be. Um, and it's no fault of his own. It just takes time usually right. for these guys to, you know, get back into game shape, get that, get that stamina back. In uh, the conditioning and just being able to take a hit and get back up and, and know you can do it again. So um, that being said, they don't have much in the backfield either right now. Um, even once they even when they did have a couple of running lanes, even Kenyon Drake, who got the bulk of the carries, he didn't really have the burst that I was looking for. Uh, I thought he ran a little more pity pat than I thought. He would uh, just kind of dancing around looking for um, not as not as uh, slow and and methodical as like a Le'Veon Bell used to be where he's just step, dancing behind the line waiting for the hole to open up. But King and Drake definitely was pity patting his feet a little bit, even inside the hole to the point where it's like, I'm just ready for somebody to just take off, see the hole and go. I would have liked to see more Justice Hill in that game, yeah. I thought. King and Drake had some opportunities to where it's like, okay, he got a, you know, a couple yards here, uh, got the eight yards there. Um, but I thought if it was a Justice Hill, maybe that turns into 12 yards. Maybe right. it goes to 15. You know, who knows? I, I just feel like he probably has the most burst out of all these guys. But Mike Davis, I've been telling you since preseason, since training camp, I, I, I can't, I can't, I, I, I was, I was good off this dude <laughs> from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. He was the starter all preseason. You got nothing from the running game all preseason, not just because of him, but in general. He was a part of that. Um, and you saw now you get to week one and he's not even – he's barely out there. And when he is, he's fumbling the football. So right. this, this running game is an issue, especially when Lamar's not going to run as much as he usually does. We saw Sunday six carries, six carries for 17 yards. You know, if Lamar decides that, okay, today I'm just a quarterback, you know, right. I'm, I'm just, I'm just throwing the ball today. It's almost like they're not going to get anything in the running game. And yep. that that's not good. That's not good. Your quarterback should not be relied on to do everything 
in your offense. When Lamar, Lamar's running ability is a bonus, it shouldn't be the necessity. You know what I'm saying? And you, you, and like I said, when you saw Sunday, Lamar is comfortable sitting in the pocket. Sometimes he was in that pocket a little, you know, maybe a little too long, uh, and the pressure got there, but he's in the pocket. He was reluctant to really run on yeah. Sunday. So again, it can't, it can't be to the point to where if Lamar's not running around that you're not going to have any type of running game. That's dangerous. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes, I completely agree. I mean, the crazy thing about this, right, is you see people like Michael Irvin go on TV and say, Lamar Jackson didn't run around as much as we were used to. Why wasn't he running around? Like, what? What are, what are we doing here, right? Do you want Lamar to throw the ball? Do you want Lamar to be a running back? Which one is it that you wanted to be? But unfortunately, Cordell, this is precedent to what we consider the run game to be. And we consider it to start and end with Lamar Jackson. And that's mm-hmm. such an unfair situation. Uh, look, I, I know that he has the ability. He had a crazy run on third and 10 on Sunday to, to get a first down. So we know that he's absolutely capable of doing it. Maybe he doesn't want to do it. Have we ever considered that part? Maybe he wants running backs to do their job. Maybe he wants quarterbacks to do his job. So it's unfair for us to keep putting this on Lamar. I don't know how this can get fixed uh, this season unless you have health at J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Also, and to be fair, uh, you know, look, for a good while, the Jets' um, defensive line played played their part in too. Yeah, and Tyler Lindenbaum struggled. You know, um, they asked him to do a lot. And, you know, he is a rookie. And then he had to play against a guy like Quentin Williams. So, yeah, the run game wasn't that great. And what defenses have done also now is they're they're stretching their defenses because they're not allowing Lamar to go outside like he used to in the past. So um, there's that. So if you got your perimeters covered, well, yeah, it's hard. And if your line isn't pushing – yeah, it's hard. And and I think that Lindenbaum will be fine. I mean, that was a huge first test yeah. uh, against a guy that is a, a, a very dominant player. And I think as the season goes on, he'll be okay. Um, but, you know, teams have gotten smarter when it comes to how they deal with the Ravens, particularly Lamar Jackson and in the run game. So what, what do you have to do as the Ravens to counter that? And honestly, I don't know if at this moment they have the personnel to do that, whether it be, you know, on the offensive line or whether it be with the guys that they have running the ball, because the top two guys that you were anticipating to do that is not available at this moment. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's, and that's the big thing. Like everybody, anytime an issue happens with this offensive line, everybody's quick to go to Greg Roman, but you can't go to Roman on this because we know that the run game, the run scheme, that's, that's his bread and butter. That's yep. what he knows. If nothing else, that's what he can do. This run game has never, the, the scheme of the run game has never been an issue. Yep. It's simply 
what they have on the field. That's what that's what this boils down to. This is on the players. Uh, it's the fact that you don't have your usual, uh, like you said, your your usual guys in the backfield at your disposal. That's a big part of it right there. Yeah. Um, it, it also doesn't help that you don't have your all pro at left tackle out there, you know, and you've got a rookie at center who is a little undersized. Um, but in the long run, I, I do believe Tyler Linderbaum will be fine. Yeah, I, I think in the long run, he'll be OK. Again, a, a lot of these rookies struggle on Sunday for the Ravens. Um, yeah. And I think that they're all going to be good when it's all said and done. Uh, and the, mainly the three that I'm referring to in Linderbaum, likely in Hamilton. I, I expect all of them uh, to be good when they're fully developed. But, yeah, the, the run game has a lot of questions. Obviously, the, the Jets defensive line was very good. We highlighted that last week on how good this defensive front was. And this was going to be a test for this piece together offensive line. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, it was. And ultimately it ended up working out for them, but it doesn't mean that they are going to dominate every minute of the game. Um, Now going forward, you got the Dolphins coming up. You really don't want to get into a situation. I feel like with them to where you're one dimensional and you're just throwing the ball or, your run game is non-existent. They're yes. going to have to find something to get this running game going. And again, I I think Justice Hill could kind of be the spark they need. I, I think Justice Hill getting in the game and getting more opportunities uh, to be able to carry the ball, especially in space. I, I think I think he would be able to change the dynamic a little bit for them because I think it's more of needing somebody that's just going to be able to turn that hole into a big time play and Kenyon Drake. I just don't think he could do that right now. You are on the bandwagon uh, or on the side. I don't want to say the bandwagon, the side of having justice Hill. What did he do in training camp? That makes, is it because he's been here? Cause obviously he's been here for a few years. Right. What is it about him that makes you feel like, because something about justice Hill, you know, like you said, Kenyon Drake, just getting here and probably getting a little bit more burn. I am curious as to why that is compared to a guy who's been here for a couple of years. Well, I, I think, I think on the surface level, Kenyon Drake does give you more versatility than justice Hill does. Right. Kenyon Drake has been a starter in this league. He's had a really good season at one point in this league. This is a guy that's had double digit touchdowns in a season, almost a thousand yards rushing. So he's he's capable um so i don't i'm not upset with the ravens for giving him the shot you've gotten nothing from mike davis to this point you know you give the shot to Kenyon drake um that you who you just brought in it does seem like justice hill kind of gets that james prochet treatment though of just getting skipped over time and time and time again yeah yeah um and i've never really been the type to just say, okay, let's put Justice Hill in the game. I've really just now got to the point to where I'm doing that, but it's based off of what they have. Yeah. It's based off me knowing, okay, Mike Davis gives them nothing, and Kenyon Drake can give you something, but I don't need as much of Drake as I got Sunday, if yeah. that makes sense. You know, yeah. I, I, I think you could mix Justice Hill in there a little more. I'm not upset with keeping Drake in there and passing situations if you want to, although I think Justice Hill can help you in that department as well. But I, I just felt like if the run game, I mean, you 
you, you're not really getting anything spectacular. It's not going to kill you to put Justice Hill in there unless you believe he's a threat to fumble the ball. If he right. if you don't feel like he can carry the ball, okay. But right. other than that, I mean, why, it's not going to hurt you to give him a shot. I agree. I, I just think that if he's a, a seasoned vet on this team at this point, which he is, give him an opportunity. Uh, or else what are we doing here? Is he just a special teams guy? Like, right. what are we doing here? Um, and this is the perfect time to give him some more burn because you are down two of your top running backs. So, yeah, I, I like Kenyon Drake as well. I know he can catch some passes out of the backfield, and that's helpful. But allow Justice Hill to be a part of this uh, of this offense because at this point you need it. You need whatever help that you can get. And uh, I think that Justice Hill can at least contribute in terms of what you need to do in the running game until you get a J.K. Dobbins and or a Gus Edwards back. Hopefully the Ravens will hear us <laughs> and, and, and finally take care of, of some business there.